0: Hey everybody, this is Frank. Um, So we're going to be doing something a little different this week. Um, Dan was unable to record, uh, so I was left to try to figure something out. And I've had this idea in my head for a little while to do sort of not a clips show and not really a best of, but just sort of picking some of those really good moments from the show and just let them play out the entire thing and basically edit it together like a like a super show um and so this is this is my attempt at picking some of my favorite moments all from um mostly within the last year and nothing too recent so it shouldn't be anything that you've you've heard um for a little while that said let's start the
1: show
2: Everybody, hi guys! Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's thank God I'm atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. I'm
0: Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to be talking about this idea of atheists and spirituality. Oh,
2: we kind of came up this week. Are you right? spiritual? Are you a spiritual person? I don't know that I am. Well, we'll figure that out later. Let's not, not get into in the, it now. Yeah, I know. But like, I don't know. It's a question. What, what the hell does that even mean for us? I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty dead inside, Dan. You are. I'm you've pretty... got you've got the dead eyes. That's for sure. <laughs> Every time I look at you, Shut up. I just see the dead eyes. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, well, sorry if I sound sick, everybody. Frank's getting over a
0: cold. Oh my God, they're not fun. No, and if it had hit like a day or two earlier or half a week later i would not have been able to do this podcast there at you all. go it was awful there you go my god down for the count
2: well i'm glad you... for the sniffling i'm glad that you're here we're uh <laughs> thank you we're all very grateful that you were able to <laughs> i got yeah. over it yeah
0: i somehow survived <laughs> you managed a
2: little virus a little virus of some kind indeed <sighs> Anyway, uh, shall we uh, shall we begin our our stories? Sure, why not? What do you what do you got
0: for well, us? Well, I have the story of a man who uh, was a Colorado man mm. uh, who was uh, submerged. Well, he was rescued from his submerged car mm. um, by oh, good. by first responders. Uh, back, uh, I guess, uh, Colorado was having some, some terrible floods earlier this year. Yeah. 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 Just awful. Like terrible weather everywhere in the world, except here. Apparently. Oh yeah. We got, we escaped. We dodged the bullet. We got like super nice. It was the most lovely. It was just a mild, lovely winter. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Climate change. (laughs) So it's not normally like that people. That's right. So, um, anyways, uh, so he was, uh, rescued and, uh, and of course, he did sort of that typical thing that uh, so many religious folk do. They thanked God, right, right, sure. And he's claiming that um, you know that that he was and he's saying things like he was I was saved by grace and blah 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 by God's grace I was saved. Yeah, totally ignoring the fact that there were first responders. Well, right. and that's a that's probably a, a level of insult that most first responders have come to, you know. Accept, yeah, and deal with sure. I think it would be a kind of a slap in the face uh, if I were a first responder. But nonetheless, uh, whatever the guy wants to believe. But
2: what if you were a first responder who was
0: a believer? You would. You might also believe. Wow, we got here just in the nick of time. Right, or God, something like that. God
2: guided our our yeah. efforts and yeah. whatever.
0: Well, he's taking this whole little uh, thing a step further. Oh, good. <laughs> and he is uh, his his uh, his lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> which you can see where this is going, is 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 actually said that he <laughs> is quoted as saying that Ortiz, that's the, the guy who's uh, Roy Ortiz, uh-huh. um, w- survived, quote, by pure grace. And they are suing the first responders for taking too long <laughs> to get there. <laughs> he survived. God helped him survive. God. And now we need to sue... Um, yeah, those first responders. The uh, the, the first responders in <laughs> to the sum of five hundred and forty thousand uh, dollars in uh, in
2: actual damages. Wow, is what, what, is what they're claiming here. Wow, yeah, that is a level of of ungratitude, ingratitude, unbelievable. That is that's bordering on the psychotic. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Way to go. Way, Way to, to go. go, religious douchebag! You know what? You here's okay. This is my thinking, and and correct me if I'm wrong here. But what you want, if people have saved your life, mm. the main thing you want to do is make them think twice about doing it again. Mm. Yeah. The main thing you want to do yeah. is give them a reason not to want to save your life again. Right? I think that's really that's your goal. Yeah, he, if somebody yeah. comes and
0: saves Th- your life, there will be no uh, rescue nine one one hosted by William Shatner reunion <laughs> with the first responders on this one. Oh they will not gosh. be meeting in a park, having a picnic. No, no, talking
2: about how glad they are that they saved his life. Gratefully hugging each other.
1: <laughs>
2: did, you that, did you know that? Did you know that I was cast in a rescue nine one one episode? What? I was casting I was gonna be one of the recreators. I was cast, I was ready to go and then they Did they film it here? Uh huh. Well they filmed this one here. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And then it didn't it didn't and happen. And they cancelled it? No, they I uh I they asked me in the audition if I knew how to drive a stick shift and I said yes. And, and- I did. And then what they didn't ask me in the audition was, do I have a driver's license? Which, at the time, I did not. (laughs) How old were you? I was 15. Oh, no. And so they were like, wait, why didn't you tell us that you didn't have a driver's license? I said, you didn't ask. You only asked if I could drive a stick shift. And they got really mad at me. (laughs) I thought it was like a closed course.
0: And that was the last time Daniel Beecher was cast (laughs) in anything for television. it may have been,
2: actually. <laughs> the word got out. <laughs> they keep a database on such things. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Anyway. Well, that that's good. That, you know, if if I get into an accident, the first thing I'm going to do is shit on the people that, that saved me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's nice. <clears throat> well, okay. So I'm going to talk about one of India's wealthiest spiritual leaders uh, will have his fate decided by a court. Okay. Uh, soon. Okay. Uh there's a lot at stake. His uh his his whole estate worth valued at uh here at over a hundred million pounds, English pounds. What? Uh so he's a guru? Yeah. So
0: is he, like, selling DVDs online or something? No, no, but he's got a, he's got a sect. How does he uh, raise own, that he, much money? He's
2: got his own little sect called the Diva Jyoti Jagrati Sansthan sect. It's a beautiful name. It really is. And I and I think, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think I nailed you, the you pronunciation. Right. Yeah. I think I nailed All it. All right, well, cool. Uh, there, there's, there's a bit of an issue. Uh, his followers claim that he is uh has been in a deep state of meditation uh and and therefore has not been able to speak for himself his family however claims that he had a heart attack and died last january <gasps> what <laughs> so there's a bit of a discrepancy in the stories the- he's been in a freezer <laughs> since january <laughs> in a deep meditative state <laughs> yes uh, according to so the court accord- frozen Yes, there will be a court ruling on whether he is in fact meditating as is claimed by his followers, who I think just want to be able to use the grounds of his beautiful estate and probably right. his his money, yeah, uh, and his family who is saying, "Um, he's dead, and we just want the money. We just want him to be dead so that we can divvy this up and cremate him in the fashion that we're supposed to do." And, like, actually do all of the rites and things and actually finally there be is done with no this. no way. <laughs> a frozen guru. Yeah, he's a guru-sickle. He's totally, yeah, it's pretty, it's, <laughs> I just love that there's a court that has to rule on whether a dude is dead or meditating. Ah, uh, wow. It's a, That's impressive. It's a pretty deep meditation at this point, I think. <laughs> That's a pretty. He's gone deep. I
0: would be impressed. Some of these guys, they can suppress their like you know, like they go into a state that looks dead. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. I've heard of that. I've heard that that happens.
2: I, yeah, and I believe it. They say they say that you so, can you know you can you can control your autonomic functions like your heart not beating anymore or so maybe he just shut it down,
0: and he was like everyone he's like put me in the freezer yeah i'm gonna shut everything down put me in the freezer and then thaw me
2: yeah yeah you'll hear a knocking at the door right right when i'm done (laughs) i'll be chilly so uh have a blanket ready maybe some cocoa some chai uh some some uh
0: i don't even know what uh some meat tenderizer (laughs) what
2: do you yeah what do you what do you give a man who's been frozen for several months I don't know. In deep meditation.
0: A, a lukewarm bath. I think a death certificate. You don't want to go too quick with it. I started think... off, you know, you got to s- slowly warm him up. Right. Yeah, hmm. I think you just give him a death
2: certificate and call it done.
0: What if it works?
2: Dan, what if it works? What if what if the court pronounces him dead and then he comes out?
0: Yeah, He's that's like, what I'm hey, saying
2: when they thaw him. Hey, where's my uh, where's my shit at? <laughs> You guys, uh, what? You just took it? I was hibernating. My f- my followers told you I was just meditating. <laughs> left instructions. Uh, I don't know what you guys are doing, but mm. you got to meditate pretty hard to get your sh- to to meditate your way out of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So you probably said, "Put me in the freezer, quick, because I got to do some deep meditation, because <laughs> I'm about to die." <laughs> oh, I just died. Quick, get me in the freezer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, who knows? All right. Well, I've got a story that takes us to the Vatican. Vatican Ooh. City. Actually, we- it first takes us to Switzerland.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, are there going to be people in funny clothes in this, in there this story? There
0: are going to be people in
2: funny
0: clothes. <laughs> um, a member of the Swiss Guard, a former member of the Swiss Guard. Uh-huh. Uh, the Swiss Guard famously wear the sort of ridiculous old um jester uniforms Jester uniforms is their military <laughs> uniform uh and they uh they guard the the the, the, pope, va- the vatican. vatican yeah right they they are the the vatican's military right the clown guards of the vatican <laughs> <laughs> and well one of them who used to he used to be a swiss guard um has reported to a swiss newspaper that he received more than 20 quote unambiguous sexual requests (laughs) from members of the clergy. (laughs) Many of them high ranking. Oh, God bless them. Including a cardinal.
2: Yes, of course a cardinal. um,
0: A member of the Secretariat of State. (laughs) um, As well as, I guess, kind of you name it. Up to 20.
2: Yeah. Um, And uh, the only reason he didn't get a request from the Pope is because the Pope doesn't request no the pope demands. <laughs> so anyways uh he's in the,
0: the the requests uh the, this is some of the these are some of the more salacious salacious details oh. mm-hmm. um he uh one night this is a quote one night after midnight i received a call on my mobile phone <laughs> the person on the other end said he was a cardinal and he asked me to come to his room <laughs> Which uh, all on its own, maybe he just needed some some help from. Maybe cardinal has his fallen and he can't get up. Military. military. Um, he also, um, in another case, the uh, uh, this fellow um, said so, uh, has reported that a, a priest invited him to dinner. Oh, that's nice. Saying that the guard himself would be the dessert. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, and please and thank uh, you.
0: And uh, <laughs> and also there was, uh, he once found a bottle of whiskey along with a culling card from an influential bishop that was left for him. Mm. Uh, and he said that he was fondled by clergy many times. <laughs> These guys have graduated, when you go to the, the Vatican, <laughs> you've graduated from, from altar boys. Yeah, you don't,
2: you no, know, you're and looking that, for the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking. You find the handsomest clown guard you can find, (laughs) who who puts off some vibes. Who puts off a vibe or two? (laughs) You know what? This this has been haunting that poor guard Mm. his whole life. He's a (laughs) he's mildly effeminate. Always has been straight as an arrow. (laughs) But he's one of those guys. So he had to like he joined the guard because he wanted to be all Mm. tough and manly. Yeah. But even in guard school, he was like, "Yes, we're gonna." Let's go for a run, everybody. Oh,
0: what a pretty uniform.
2: I bet I can do more push-ups than you. (laughs) Serious. I'm so good at push-ups. Watch. (laughs) Yeah. And yet, yet, he thinks he's going to the safest place on earth for an effeminate straight guy. Mm -hmm. And he ends up just (laughs) nonstop being harassed by the clergy. Yep. Isn't that amazing? I love it. I think that's delightful. (laughs) <laughs>
0: um there were some wonderful let's see uh some wonderful lines in here what was it um so he was he was he was a swiss uh, what's interesting is how vague the um swiss media can be <laughs> right about who this person is oh really making the allegations yeah the Swiss are strange about privacy. Yeah. Yeah. So um so anyways, the man's name is not mentioned anywhere okay. in here. And details as to even like the specific years that oh. he's there are not given. Um he well, they uh, don't they don't want to risk but he was there when during the papacy of uh John Paul the second. Okay. But that was a long time. That was from nineteen seventy eight to two thousand five. Yeah, that could be anything. So, you know, the guy could be he could still be fairly young or he could be up in his fifties or even Potentially,
2: yeah, like, even older. Uh, And so, but anyways... uh, I just have to say, you'll be the dessert is the creepiest thing you could say if you're not a priest. (laughs) If you are a priest, you have have gone to levels of creepy that are, like... Like, you have a special submarine to get that deep into creepiness. Well, the thing is, he reported... This, this dude actually
0: reported it to his superiors at one point. And because his Italian wasn't wonderful, right. they said, oh, you probably didn't understand. <laughs> but I was like, he knows the word
2: for dessert. Right. He yeah. knows that you'll be dessert. Right. He knows what that is. And, and it's hard to misinterpret a fondling. Those, uh, those bedroom eyes. <laughs> those priestly bedroom eyes oh my god Mm. no thank you
0: father keep it to yourself unless it's that father hottie who's on uh
2: itunes yeah uh, i'm just saying he was of course most of the most of the guys who make it there all the way to the vatican they're old oh yeah they're old they're uh... these dudes are in their 60s and 70s and they're like hey before i go and meet my maker Look, I still got some time to repent. I need you to come over here and give me some sugar. These guys have already given up on that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. These
0: guys have had so
2: many. They don't. Yeah, they don't even believe in so, anything uh, anymore. All they believe in is I'm in the Vatican. We rule the world. I'm in the position of power, and, and you are dressed as a clown. Yeah, come and sh- come and shake and your maracas. You're in your twenties, and you're and yummy. Your military. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. You get those uh, diamond shaped, diamond patterned pants over here, and (laughs) (laughs) see what we can do. Do they have pom poms on on there somewhere? Oh, they
0: have like they've they've got crazy um like like uh, marching band red hats (laughs) that they wear
2: oh it's not diamonds it's stripes of course
0: stripes it's gold kind of a gold color it's like Um, yeah it's like a
2: golden rod blue and red
0: yeah (laughs) blue is red is more of an accent color it's really the the golden blue stripes right with accents of of red head to toe
2: golden blue stripes yeah like literally start at the at the shoulders and go all the way down to the feet with those stripes yeah yeah. And silly plumes mm-hmm. on their heads mm-hmm. <laughs> their helmets. Yeah, They actually have plate mail armor. Like, like, They don't wear it all the time, but they actually have plate mail armor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, they seriously...
0: Um, actually, their uniforms would be considered a little much for a marching band.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. They're so over the top. <laughs> a marching band would be like, oh, we can't wear that. <laughs> People <laughs> will ridicule even us. We can pull that off. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh. You want to marching top it? band's worried about ridicule. You, you, I'm sorry. You want to top it with a beret? No, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> I just found a funny picture of a Swiss Guard and like a, a a My Little Pony going ah <laughs> <laughs> like hooray! It's my people. Aw, cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm going to move now to Oklahoma. Your mm. not home home state, but your one of your home states. Lived there. For for a goodly amount of time, you were there. Mm-hmm. Folks are still there. It was nice seeing them when we went on our trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the town of Bartlesville, Oklahoma. More of a city. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It was the headquarters of um,
0: Phillips Petroleum. Oh dear. That's yeah. a, that's a big. Deal. Everything's Phillips in that town. Just <laughs> so you know. Okay. Phillips this, Phillips that, Phillips this, Phillips that. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of fine art, uh, not Art Deco. Was it Art Deco that they have a lot of? uh, uh, oh, uh, uh they've got some good Frank Lloyd Wright oh. in that town.
2: Oh, yeah. I, would, I would like to visit yeah. that town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. like a good thing. Here's what I wouldn't like to visit. Their hospital. Oh, they have, not? They basically, it's not a big enough city that it has a large healthcare system in place. Is it named after a Phillips, their hospital? Uh, It is named after a Phillips. <laughs> it is Jane Phillips Medical Center, yeah. to be exact. <laughs> Apparently, the Phillipses. Were Catholic? Oh, were they? I don't know, but Jane Phillips Medical Center is connected to a Catholic uh, uh, medical chain. Medical group. Expect that in Oklahoma. Well, there you go. But they
0: were. Whether or not the population was right, well, the rich people in town were.
2: Well, and the uh, and and the the hospital, the medical center is is a Catholic Catholic. is a Catholic run medical center. Okay. Well, here's the deal. They're the only one in town. they're the only game in town so when what? they so when they issued a policy uh-huh. that said none of our doctors are allowed to prescribe birth control as birth control, okay, that was all but one doc o b g y n in, in the, the whole entire town town
0: no way, all but one Well,
2: he's cornered the market now right you're right. right. <laughs> one has to think that that's kind of a boon for him but a little bit of a problem for Oklahoma's women, for the women of Bartlesville. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so not that big of a city. So, so yeah. That, I think that's shocking. This, this is why. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the moment where we learn why it's not okay to just say, "Okay, we'll make an exception for the Catholics." Mm. Okay, we'll make an exception for the X. Right. If you're going to be providing medical care. You have to provide the same medical care that everyone else provides because it may not be available to anyone uh, in any way except through you. Right. So that I mean, this is why Obama must have been this is why Obama was fighting to not let there be a religious exemption mm-hmm. from the providing of of, of birth control. Mm. Um, they did say that you could they, that their doctors could prescribe birth control uh, pills for treatment of. Ailments. I mean, there are several things that it treats other than just stopping having a baby. Oh, yeah. It's not just for contraception. Oh, yeah. uh, excessive bleeding, sometimes right. headaches. Yeah. Some A lot of these things yeah. uh, in women uh, can be cu- helped with birth control. But a woman shouldn't have to pretend like she has one of those ailment, ailments because she wants birth control. Right. First of all, the Catholics are so stupid on this because birth control is a boon to the world. Right. Not having more kids is good now, and we're gonna later hear some somebody else who uh who thinks that having kids is the ultimate is good in the universe, but it's not as a matter of fact, we have too many people, we have more than enough people in the world
0: yeah you don't we don't need.
2: Everybody doesn't need to be having kids.
0: Well, all you have to do is count the number of starving people. (laughs) Right. Currently. Currently, yes. And just be like, "Mm, we might want to focus
2: on the ones we already have. Right, right, right. And maybe take the population down a little bit if we're having trouble feeding everybody. Yeah. If we can't feed everybody, yeah, maybe we should think about that. Yeah. Anywho, uh, uh, the... the Jane Phillips Medical Center, the JPMC, ooh, uh, lovely, has has now uh, retracted their uh, their policy. They 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 did a careful after there was huge outcry on Facebook and, and all over the, all over the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, they released a statement that said uh, that, that it was at the doctor's discretion now. Oh, well, good. As to whether or not they would prescribe this stuff. Oh, well, how,
0: how big? Mm-hmm. Big of them. Right. To let, to let the doctors provide the medical services. For their
2: patients. Yes, yes. It does seem like it mm. would improve the doctor-patient relationship mm. if the doctor can provide the care that is required. Interesting. <laughs> oh, how wise. Mm-hmm. How wise. Oh, my God. What a fucking bunch of douchebags. <laughs> I mean, really, that's where we're going to put our foot down is birth control. It's not an abortion. It's not an abortion. It's not even, it's not, it's not a thing. It's preventing an abortion, Dan. That's right. I cannot, I cannot tolerate that. (laughs) That, that's how we need to be presenting that, yeah. like the birth control issue. It's, it's abortion prevention. It's abortion prevention pills. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take my abortion prevention pills <laughs> now so I don't have to have that abortion later on. Right. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Pretty nice, right? Yeah. Good idea. We're all happy now. Hey, abortion. Hand out abortion some abortion prevention pills. Ha- hand out some abortion prevention condoms. Yeah. That's all that yeah. is. That's all it is. That's all you're doing. Teenagers. When don't people need abortions. when people don't want to have babies, and you don't give them a way to stop babies from forming, uh-huh. they'll stop the babies from coming. Yeah,
0: I'm all about reducing the number of abortions. Sure, I'm all about it. I'm Why not, should a uh, woman have to go through an unnecessary medical procedure? Right, right.
2: right. Yeah, absolutely. If you can prevent her from and, being pregnant in the first place, and it, can, and it costs money to have one yeah. of those and stuff, give them the goddamn pill. Yeah morons yeah god damn it keep right. abortions legal sure because that option should be out every there once in a while something's gonna get through well not you only know. that but you know maybe maybe a mind gets changed here and there women are allowed to change their mind it's she, their she, body she could want to get pregnant and then not want to be pregnant anymore and fine right but uh i really don't care about the circumstances no circumstances are none of my goddamn business exactly right let's prevent some abortions let's have some abortion prevention pills out there (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way (sighs) we're geniuses
0: amazing we're so smart (laughs) uh yeah well um this this story i think is 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 really interesting um it has to do with um uh the when camels were domesticated um in uh in, uh, in, 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 in the Holy Land. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and it turns out that they, the camels were domesticated and they used radiocarbon dating, uh, in order to figure out when. Yeah. Um, somewhere around the 10th century BC. Hmm. Um, but this causes problems for Ooh. the book of Genesis in particular. Which and- has camel domestic camels in it. There are domestic. There are some like twenty some odd references to domestic camels, um, prior to that date. What of sort of traditionally understood times when these (laughs) stories would have taken place? There were no camels in the Holy Land. Wow. There were no cam. There were no domesticated camels, from my understanding. Wow. And so, um, wait, wait.
2: Are you somehow claiming what? that the people who wrote the bible <laughs> might have not been there at the time and might have just sort of imposed their current ideas and and society on the past yeah that is well what that I'm just, i mean and that's what everybody's saying i can't go with you on down that road as you know <laughs> i'm a bible literalist who yeah. believes in the word of god uh literally in the bible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why i threw rocks at a whore last night
0: good yeah yeah no it's important and i'm glad you did that because thank
2: you you are doing the lord's work it's the lord's work <laughs> and then i killed a goat you know to, yeah
1: because so, this why wouldn't you
2: and 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 burned it because it creates a, a pleasing odor to the lord
1: he and has, to me i, I he enjoy has the a smell
2: weird of, he has weird taste in, I, in odor
0: yeah i like
2: the smell of burnt goat burnt goat sure it's, sure uh, that's what you're going for yeah, that's my, my. Is that your cologne? Is, is that anywhere, your new cologne? Actually, yeah, the, f- Frank, the Frank. The Frank. The Frank. Oh, the Frank. The signature smell for Frank. <laughs> burnt goat.
0: <laughs> what's is, okay, what's I'm, picking up on some leather notes? And some, <laughs> and some. And some. Is that some burnt, burnt hair? Goats? Is that like
2: mm, burnt hair? Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. Is, that, but is that? Is that? Is that? It's sacrificial, not sacrificial. I'm picking up sacrificial lamb. <laughs> your, your cologne's sacrifice <laughs> eau de parfum sacrifice <laughs> yeah okay yeah sure
0: sounds great it's a lovely smell uh so anyways um yeah more than 20 times um the uh the camels were mentioned um an example would be uh, in genesis 24 um a story of abraham's servant going by camel on a mission to find a wife for isaac
2: Mm. um they would not have had a camel very clearly (laughs) that disproves the whole book well (laughs) no but but i mean uh, these
0: kind of things don't cause the house of cards to tumble that is what is amazing about right
2: um about belief it certainly makes guys like ken ham whose job it is to try and justify a a literal belief in every damned (laughs) word in the bible i mean these guys jobs get harder and harder and harder i mean just he got out his yellow pad (laughs) something else i have to do well i mean what am i
0: doing today i mean his
2: his whole gig is to is 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 to claim that radiocarbon dating doesn't work and it's fake and
0: that's what my other story
2: is about okay later on well we'll get to that then Um,
0: but it's uh it's it's well it's not that it doesn't work it's an interesting okay. twist on the whole thing. But uh, was there anything else with this that I wanted to... Um, you know, of course, uh, you get quotes like this from um, doc- this guy uh, named Dr. Mizrahi, uh, who's a professor of Hebrew culture studies mm. um, at Tel Aviv University. He was not involved in the research, but... Um, And he talks about this. He says, one should not, or I'm sorry, one should be careful not to rush to the conclusion that the new archaeological findings automatically deny any historical value from the biblical stories. Rather, they established that these traditions were indeed reformulated in relatively late periods after camels had been integrated into the Near Eastern economic system. Right. But this does not mean that these very traditions cannot capture other details that have an older historical background. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like if you get the economics
2: wrong, (laughs) if you get, what are you getting? Right. Yeah. I mean, what, if anything, if, even if I were a believer in the Bible, what this would tell me is, yeah, all of these Bible stories were written centuries after the fact, Mm -hmm. if there was a fact, right. And if they can't get the, you know, the sort of specifics of the stories, correct. Right. Then we can't none of it can be reliable. Right. In terms of in terms of the facts of the story. So then they all become parables. They all become just,
0: you know, story lessons. And that's what it has to be. Right. That's what it has to be. If you're to if you're to derive any value from it. If If there's
2: anything of any value at all. And I would say there's
0: not much. Yeah. So why 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 put yourself through all of that when there's so many better places? Uh, to, to find good moral lessons, mm. that you don't have to like, you know, really wring your hands and be like, okay, well, that part we don't do, but this part
2: we do. do yeah, one yeah. One. You know, like <laughs> you said, what's do-do. the point?
0: What's the point?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. Camels ruining everything for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So radiocarbon dating people. Yeah. I, I I tried to. There should be a website called Radiocarbon Dating. <laughs> or, for, it's like a dating site for scientists, or just for carbon or for carbon <laughs> carbon-based life forms come and date here yeah
0: well my understanding like carbon with carbon it, carbon doesn't have to date for very long right like it likes to bond <laughs> oh, <laughs> boo <laughs> boo i'm moving on what, what does carbon do on the second date what we you all that's about lesbians actually.
2: yeah that's a lesbian joke you can't, <laughs> can't repurpose a lesbian joke for an element I'm pretty well, sure. lesbians are the carbon, apparently. Uh, of, of, of the dating world. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're going to move on. I hope I'm right that carbon likes to bond.
0: Does carbon like to bond? I
2: don't know. We're going to get nasty emails. Yeah, there's going to be some chemists who are just furious. You with are you.
0: so stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to the Empire State Building. Boop, boop. boop one of the most famous buildings in the world situated in lovely That's manhattan beautiful. i'll be there soon yeah going to going to new york i don't oh. know if i'll go to empire state but you i went should. i went last time it was yeah. really fun i it it's actually fine. this great view and yeah there's birds that, you get to stand in line for a really long time not if you go at 2 in the morning oh really yeah i think well i think it was like Midnight. It's open. I think they're open till two.
0: No way. We went at
2: midnight. There wasn't a single. There, there was. We, we had to walk through the stanchions and all of the line. So we like mazed our way around. Yeah, but went straight to the ticket taker and then through another maze straight to the elevators and then. And when I went up, it it
0: was. A very 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 cold day in February, Uh
2: and yeah, there wasn't much. (laughs) Right, see, (laughs) but I do remember the stanchions. You just gotta, you just gotta uh, strategize there. It was awful. (laughs) Anyway, I'll tell you who it was awful for. Hmm. Uh, Amina and Fahad Termizi, oh, a Muslim couple from Long Island. Oh, they're suing, and why? For five million dollars. Okay, what happened? They got kicked out. Why? Uh praying. They prayed. They they went into their evening prayer. They claimed that they sort of <sighs> tried to find a little tucked away place them and their children. And they prayed. Ooh. And they were kicked out. Ooh. Summarily dismissed. I think they should have scheduled it better. It doesn't Here's I, the thing.
0: I, I I don't really have a problem with Muslims and their prayers, and, like, I get that,
2: you know. Yeah, they've they got to do it five times a day and whatever. What? So they claim to have been, quote, menacingly poked.
0: <laughs> so, but wait, what—OK, okay, so they were praying, and that's that's why they were kicked out. Did they say yes. anything else as to, like— why they chose to kick out some praying muslims no there, there's very there little at least word some on that other speculation than speculation as to like why they did because well, like, i can imagine why you would you would
2: be uncomfortable by with muslims praying on top of a tall building in new york city right i mean i don't want to be i mean i want to create space for everyone to be able to sort of do whatever but i can see why new yorkers might get a little antsy on top of a tall building <laughs> When it comes to Muslim prayer, no, this I, is not to conflate all Muslims no, with the terrorists on not, 9-11. It's not right. It's, <laughs> it's totally just wrong. Thinking. There, it's just you gotta think about these things a little bit. Because because I mean, and they had, you know, I think their kids were there. So I mean, I would I, look at that and I would be like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. But maybe still- watch them closely. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they weren't already being watched closely. I mean, any Muslim uh, will no, tell you. Yeah, that's true.
0: But okay, here's the deal. I think our our reaction might be a little wrong. Of course, it's wrong uh, because I mean, it, it is. It's it's you, you don't blame the, the bullied, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you, you you when when somebody you you have to put blame in the right place. And sure,
2: it was. I don't know enough about the law to know if they were being if if this was an illegal thing. Them yeah, that's kick, the weird them thing. Then being kicked out. I mean, out. it's private property. Sure. They and... they claim that they were assaulted, battered, and forcibly removed. Uh-huh. Although, like menacing poking, it doesn't sound too horrible. I, I mean, uh, but a poke can hurt. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Five million, please. <laughs> They were also embarrassed because they were carted off sort of in front yeah, of all of no, the other people. It's, it's bad stuff. form all around. Frankly, they form. should have been embarrassed for praying in public. Yeah, like... That's a private thing. It's a private thing. It it, uh, it always... Whenever I'm... Uh,
0: I see people, like, in a restaurant praying over their meal. Yeah, that's private. It's weird. Yeah,
2: that's a weird
0: thing to and, do. Like, and, stop, stop it. it. It's public. Right. Like, even my super religious parents... We're always like, yeah, we don't pray at the a, restaurant. At the restaurant, right? You don't at pray re- at the restaurant. You don't bless your food at the restaurant.
2: We all know that. That's not for there. No, you, you, leave it at home. You you repent later. Right. <laughs> you you. Had... <laughs> Did your parents feel like they had to repent no, for not- no 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 no. no, no, no it's totally fine. Here's the thing. That's the real issue here is that they. How obnoxious were they being to pray on top of the Empire State Building? It's pretty. I think it's obnoxious. But I think a space. I, I think
0: that clearly the people at you no know, who kicked them out needed to be more sensitive, To, right, the, to right. what was going on
2: because the level of, of other obnoxious behaviors on the top of the state building, the Empire State. There's just lots of obnoxious behavior up on the top of the Empire State. Yeah, building. that's true. It is kind of it's a it's a magnet for obnoxious behavior. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. The, so I don't. That's I a don't good know. point, actually. I How think do you it, parse out what is... I think it's in bad taste for them to have done it. Yeah. But I don't know that they think didn't have the right to be there. I think that both parties are at fault.
0: Right. Here.
2: Yeah. On, on some level. You know what? If you if you got to do it, and it's right now, it's got to be now, well, they, go into the bathroom, find the stall that's facing Mecca, and just that, do it oh, there. They're too weird about poo. <laughs> They never would do that, Dan. They're totally
0: weird about poo in bathrooms. And yeah, well. They have to say prayers to like, forgiveness after they poo, so. Well, yeah. That's, uh, or yeah, something like that. Something like that. I anyway. can't remember exactly what it is. All right. Um, yeah. Oof. That one makes me feel icky. It's weird. Makes me feel icky because I want to feel, I feel like, as a society, we need to create those spaces. Right. And I feel like but i would have been really i would be really uncomfortable yeah. seeing anybody start praying at the top of the the empire state building yeah and for any reason and you know, if it and was if a group of christian is, kids
2: that were all praying if it was anybody i would just be like Ugh. if
0: they have a rule that nobody can pray at the top of the building right i doubt they have that rule i bet they do now well maybe i bet they have a rule that or, nobody can pray or no maybe, public prayers or maybe
2: they have, they have a rule that it's okay for everybody
0: or maybe they have a rule now
2: yeah. Who knows? Do you want to know, know who? Have a prayer room. You want to know who weighed in on this? That uh, that Bill Donahue, that Catholic League guy. What did he say? He uh, <laughs> he made it about himself. Did he pray at the top of the world? No. The, the, the he said he building? said on August twenty sixth, twenty ten, I led a rally of over three thousand people in the streets across from the Empire State Building to protest Anthony Malkin. He's a principal owner. Uh, refusal to light the towers blue and white on the 100th anniversary of Mother Teresa's birthday.
0: Well, Mother Teresa was a bitch. Well, so.
2: According to Donahue, he says I, he had no problem honoring the anniversary of the communist Chinese government, even though Mao and his minions murdered blah, blah, blah. Anyway, what's great is that he. Uh, this is about him. So, so then in the end, he says, Muslims who pray in public, including in public accommodations, are simply exercising their constitutional right. In play are two First Amendment rights, freedom of speech and freedom of religion. We hope that Hines investigates the extent to which security guards are expected to censor religious speech. We wish him and this innocent Muslim couple well. Hmm. An interesting show of solidarity because it's somehow about him. <laughs> okay. Still mad. Uh, all right. From 2010. <laughs> oh dan and
0: his <laughs> unique take on the world all right well hopefully you're enjoying this little experiment thus far if you would like to chime in uh please feel free to send us an email the email address is podcast at thank or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442 we love to hear from you or you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And also on Facebook, you can uh, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. It's a closed group that we operate there. Um, and uh, you just have to request to join it. We're going to take a quick break. This is uh, Pat Robertson. He had a good one this week. Uh, and he's, he's chiming in on something that Dan and I have talked about a couple times
1: on the show and uh he has sort of a a fun take my family recently moved to santa fe new mexico because of my husband's work and there are a lot of people interested in new age spirituality in our neighborhood so they're teaching yoga veganism that sort of thing well my teenage daughter now wants to do yoga what do you think about it well here's the deal yoga is if it's nothing but stretching exercises, it's terrific. I mean, you can stretch, you know stretch, stretch up high, stretch down low, do overside, and all that stuff. I mean, it's good for you. But along with yoga, they have a mantra, and the mantra you say is in Hindu. You don't know what the Hindu says, but actually it's a prayer to a Hindu deity. And so they, you're just saying, it sounds like gibberish, and so you're saying, you know Kali, 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 or whatever. But you're praying to a Hindu deity. You don't want your daughter in that. Stretching exercise is cool. Praying to Hindu deity is not too cool. <laughs>
0: All right, leave it to Pat Robertson. Um and you know, I mean that's exactly the take that Dan and I have have, have um have had on yoga. Bending and stretching. Why why not just bend and stretch? All right. Um well, we're, I'm going to skip with this whole thing, doing any kind of emails, um, correspondence, um, and, uh, and we'll thank donors the next go around. One thing, though, that I do want to mention uh, is that we are running a, uh, a campaign on Joyride. You can find uh, that by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the Joyride banner, and that'll take you to our campaign um and you know we're basically we're looking to improve the show we're looking to replace equipment um we're hopefully going to be able to bring on a producer and uh in in order to continue bringing you guys the best show possible and so if you're looking to uh or interested in supporting us and along those uh along those ways please 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 help us out we really really do appreciate it and we have some nice rewards there um that are worth checking out. So, uh, with that said, I'm going to get back to a clip, um, or not a clip, a segment that we recorded. Uh, this can comes from, well, it's from episode 116, uh, and actually, let me just rattle off where all this stuff came from, in case you want to go back and listen to it You're, again, the whole episode. Uh, episode 113 is where we found the uh, uh, the propositions... Uh, the sexual propositions to members of the Vatican guard. Um, episode one eighteen uh, was about the biblical accuracy of camels uh one thirty three oh, that was the frozen guru uh one twenty six that was uh the uh, the we finally get to the idea of abortion prevention pills, which I think is the whole point <laughs> of that segment and uh and then in episode one twenty two that's um oh that's the man who sues uh the his first responders, and episode one twenty three is the Muslim family praying on top of the Empire State Building, and then suing because they were stopped. Um, so yeah, let's uh let's just get back into into the thick of things. All right, well, that leads us into our discussion, right? About
2: yeah, sure, atheists and spirituality. How did this come up, Dan, this week? Well, here's what we got. Uh there was an announcement made or well, I don't know when it was technically announced, but um there was. but uh Sam Harris is going to have a new book that comes out I think in November, Sem- September. That's a ways off. Yeah. Okay, So he's still polishing it up right now. Probably sure, yeah. He's still cranking out a few chapters. Yeah, (laughs) no, probably at this point he's, yeah, it's it's just (laughs) editing at this point, one would hope. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, picking good cover art. Mm, Anyway, Waking Up, colon, A Guide to Spirituality Without Religion will be the title of this book. And Okay, wait, wait, wait. A Guide to Spirituality Without Religion. That's the crux of the thing
0: now Now how about sam harris yes sir this seems this seems a little uh Uh uh-huh it does different. this seems to be a little bit of a departure is it i don't know i to be honest i haven't
2: i've read um what's the sam harris that i read the um did you read uh an end of faith that's the one i read okay yeah yeah i read it too it, it, he's a very logically minded fellow. Yes. He's a very, uh, I mean, he's, you know, he's got a degree in philosophy and then an advanced degree in neuroscience. Right,
0: But he's one of the four horsemen.
2: Yeah. Indeed. Right. He's, he's, of the atheist apocalypse. He's sort of one of the luminary voices yeah. Yeah. in atheism right. today. Right. So it is interesting that he wants to embrace spirituality hmm so what does that mean well isn't that a great like i mean the book's not out
0: so we we really we don't know his definition we don't know where he's going with it and so let's just separate ourselves from the whole sam harris thing Mm. and just say and now start our like like let's just use that as a good jumping off point like what is spirituality, Dan? Like, well, what do you, you know, think of the of the word? I I kind of avoid it personally.
2: Yeah, I mean, so you start with the concept of a spirit, don't you? I mean, with spirituality, or can it be boiled? Can it? Well, can, can you? Do you not have to boil it down that far?
0: I spirituality to to me feels woo woo. It feels like it's this like mystical sort of almost um i mean obviously it's used in in religious in like traditional religious settings right to talk about you know one's to talk about one's spirituality in mormonism sure is to talk about one's connection with god well one of the dictionary right.
2: definitions of the word spiritual is of or relating to religion or religious belief that's that's one of the definitions of it right so yeah you're going to get a lot of religion just tied into it no matter yeah. what. And so, um the other definition that I'm seeing is of relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Okay. Now again There's that soul word. Who, in yeah, there. what the fuck does that mean and what are we talking about? So I think the one could talk about awe. Yeah, Wonder. That's where my mind. If if like
0: if I'm an atheist and I'm like, okay, how would I use the word spirituality or spiritual? If you were forced or, to, if I was absolutely one hundred percent forced to, and to figure out a way to use it, there is. You're right. There is this sense of awe. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we were talking earlier, and I mentioned sort of. You know, you stand on the edge of the Grand Canyon, and you look down, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Right? right? And it, it's it's this awe of like. The immensity of it, and and uh, and staring off into the stars at night—sure, you know, like any number of things. There's so many ways to kind of tap into that sense of just awe. Mm -hmm. But don't we already have a word?
2: Isn't it awe? (laughs) Isn't that a word that we can use? But I mean, this is sort of a more. There's to me when I think of spirituality, I do think also of a of a. You know, I think of a connectedness between humanity. Hmm. I think of I think like that part of like like humanism comes into it to some extent. Mm-hmm. I'm not a humanist? No. In the in the organized sort of sense of it? Right. But I do believe that like I believe in pro-sociality. and I believe in yeah. a lot. So I those kind of things get wrapped up in the concept. You know, it was there's a a piece in the uh, religion news service in the RNS uh by Chris Stedman. He's the atheist, right? Uh, for those of you who might remember that, that. He's, he's I think the, he's uh, assistant he's, chaplain, right at at, Yale? Har- at Harvard at Harvard. Uh, and yeah, he's a humanist chaplain. Anyway, he he wrote a piece, and and he remi he brought up uh, the interview that Oprah, Oprah Winfrey did with Diana Nyad, who's the, mm. one, the the swimmer, right? Who's an atheist who went on the show with Oprah and said, "I'm an atheist, but I really." I experience this, you know. I stand hand in hand with my religious friends and experience this sense of awe and mm. wonder, and right, you know, the, standing at the edge of the ocean and looking out, that right, that sort right of thing, right. Indeed. To which Oprah's response was, "Well, then you're not an atheist, right?" Which and was then everybody was like, to atheists. "Oh, hey, Oprah, guess what? Fuck you." <laughs> uh, but and
0: she sat there and like argued with her, about yeah, it. like yeah, it was it uh, was
2: not a good moment for. Oprah. And but Nyad was was actually just carried herself with such a plum and she was she was great and she (sighs) said she said uh quote I think you can be an atheist who doesn't believe in an overarching being who created all all of this and sees over it. But there's spirituality because we human beings and we animals and maybe we even we plants, Mm. but certainly the ocean and the moon and stars, we all live with something that is cherished and we feel the treasure of it. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I'm not sure where I go with this. I tend to be a little, uh, a little, I really eschew the mm. woo woo. Yeah. I really don't connect to it. Yeah. Because I like, I, I'm, I'm a person mm-hmm. who likes the world as it is mm-hmm. and who I, when I feel a connection to other people, mm-hmm. I don't ascribe anything more to it than I feel a connection to yeah. other people, yeah. and I and I'm fine with that being uh, part of a, gene- a, 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 a an evolutionary mandate mm. because we are a social species. Yeah, I cold. don't need it to be cold. anything more than yeah. that. It's kind of cold existence. Yeah, heartless. I am. I am. I am a soulless. I am a soulless evil being. <laughs> Yes, it's true.
0: I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. I didn't think that I. I didn't know quite where I was going to go with this uh, conversation, but I, I. You know, I just had this week of television, <laughs> and um, and I, uh, I, I actually got around to watching Cave of Forgotten Dreams, the Werner Herzog. Yeah, film. yeah, yeah. And I was really disappointed because um, when I initially saw it on Netflix. It was on the 3D queue. Oh, and I so and we got we have the the goggles for the 3D television and and so I was like I was like oh this is gonna be awesome I I my one I w- this is a real regret of not seeing it in the theater right. for me right like, I was really really bummed and I went to it and it was it was no longer in the 3D queue uh. and I was just like god damn it they took it off no they left it on in 2D they took off the 3D. What and like the, the anyways the cave of forgotten dreams it's uh it's about this cave in France that has uh cave art right. from thirty two thousand years ago right yeah like it's mind boggling It's sur- it survived the it floods it somehow all of survived them the floods <laughs> um but um and it's beautiful right like it's it's this cave art is stunning in how um how um
2: accurate and pictorial it and is. and apparently it, and it's it was filmed, Herzog shot it in three D because they used the the topography of the cave yeah, of the wall. The shape of the as part of the Exactly. As, so as like, part of the drawing. It,
0: it looked like to me because I did watch it in three D, so or in two D. Right. So I couldn't really tell, but it just from the sh- the way the shadows were hitting things. But there was also there was shading and shadow right. in the in the, these these depictions of these animals. And wow. it was stunning. But um, it looked like the, um, a bump or sort of a little crease on, in the rock was used to sort of highlight the cheekbones of, of this horse. Oh, wow. Like just, just crazy stunning stuff. There was this crazy uh, stalactite that hanging down mm-hmm. that had the only human representation on it or partial human representation. It was kind of a minotaur, uh, huh. um, but it was a lower uh, female body. It was, it was probably some kind of fertility figure or something but they use this stalactite to like do this almost human representation interesting and just fascinating stuff um the public just is i mean talking about not being allowed in like herzog was allowed in under the most strict conditions and the scientists who go into it
2: x number of hours for like three days and
0: and that was it and they they went in figuring they were probably the only camera crew to ever be allowed in right for any foreseeable time anyway what so what but this film the thing that is amazing about it is this this sense of like connection over a much longer span of time than i think we've ever been able to have Mm. in on such a scale with human ancestors i mean these, these these were morphologically modern human beings sure right i mean this this Human beings look like human beings at this point. Right. Now there were some Neanderthals roaming around about in Europe at this time as well, but nonetheless, Um, but like they, they were expressing their something. They felt compelled to express art in what, and, and to express their, their moment, their, their situation on these walls Mm. and of course it's a different understanding of like the the concept of art i'm sure didn't even exist right right in the sense that it exists now but somebody had the impulse to paint some stuff impulse to do something so so distinctly human Mm. right to express themselves whether it was a religious expression it most likely probably was whatever right um but it was stunning and it was beautiful. Mm. And 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 th- actually what's amazing, this struck me in, in the film as well, that, that they that there was that there's always been this question about cave lions in Europe, about whether they had manes or not. Oh. And these pictures tell us, because these were actual hu- these were human eyes right. making representations that seem to be accurate about all the other animals. Sure. And here's a cave lion with no mane. <laughs> and so they were actually there's useful information well i don't don't know how useful it is whether or not they had main but like the but information that actually meant something an observation about their world that was communicated from thirty two thousand years ago and it and i just sat there in absolute awe well there you go but i don't know that it was spiritual (laughs) well
2: All of that leading up to, well, I mean, it's not like it was a spiritual experience. <laughs> well, you know, but what, well, here's an interesting thought: those those people thirty thousand years ago, thirty two thousand years ago, fine, <laughs> did not have Jesus. They did not have Muhammad. Mm, they did not have that's most true. of this stuff. Like they did not have religion. Anything that we would figure is religion, they probably yeah, had was, superstitions. And they had
0: probably very, very, very pagan who knows right. what the hell it was it was well i mean there was like a there a, were a bare skull that up on sort of this altar and of course it's okay. us sort of projecting well what would that have interpreting meant be, whatever th- thing. Th- was yeah. it intentional like right. you know but nonetheless like there th-
2: but what uh, i'm getting at is maybe these people had if you and i were to ascribe some sense some spiritual sensibility mm-hmm that could be what's what drove somebody thirty-two thousand years ago to paint on a wall. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just, just the need to express. Period doesn't yeah. make much sense no. in the large scheme of things. Well, and that's something that was
0: also like that's interesting. There were Neanderthals roaming about in the same area. Mm. There's no evidence that they ever left a, a, a single artifact of like something that they created that was symbolic. Right. Right. And that, that's that's the key here is that humans we we are symbolic we're symbol seeking creatures. We are indeed. We I mean we thrive on it and we thrive because of it, right? We we wouldn't have
2: language if we didn't understand symbols. Indeed, right. yeah. And so like I mean it's it's a fascinating thing. Like why we do things like art, yeah. Uh and why we do things like in a modern context, a podcast. You know what I mean yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, this, it it makes we are a different critter, oh yeah than anything else that's ever existed. S- something on this triggered
0: in our heads at some point, and it was the great
2: evolutionary advantage, yeah and uh and, and yeah, and whatever the so so I'm a huge believer in in like marveling. At mm. all of this, Yeah. all of this. And so so marveling at humans and humanity, marveling at space and, you know, this time and time, time blows my mind. Marveling at all of the things. Yeah. I, marveling at a flower, marveling, you know, it's all there. I yeah. go, we have these amazing mountains that we can just drive to any, any day of the week. And I do. Yeah. Drive up into the mountain and just go for a walk. And then, you know, who, I don't know why. Driving into a mountain, you know, going for a walk in the mountains feels special, but it does. Oh, you're not in the city. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the city feels special to me too. Yeah. Like driving over the 6th North Overpass and looking at downtown Salt Lake City with our mountains as background, yeah. backdrop, That's that lovely. is gorgeous too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so if that, if, if I were to a, a, apply the word spiritual to anything. That's the feeling that I apply it to. But I just don't know. The, but I will say this. I'm going to bring this in. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steadman going- quotes Silverman. Okay. Uh, and Dave Silverman has a very good point. Uh, and that point is uh, spirituality is one of those double meaning words. This is a quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no better than calling yourself religious because that's what religious people hear. Right. I choose to convey the truth. I am compassionate. I am empathetic. I am good, but mm-hmm. I'm not spiritual in any way that a, that a theist would interpret. Right. And I think and that's what that's one a, thing that we're getting it's to. It's a
0: tricky, tricky word. And if we want to use it as atheists, it's going to take a lot of a bigger discussion about right. what the word is and how it's used. And it will involve a lot of pushback. Yeah, indeed. Like, do we really want to use that word
2: especially yeah any
1: because word i the, here's one of these moments <laughs>
0: it's not all the time doesn't happen all the very regularly but i'm kind of in the david silverman camp on this one yeah
2: yeah no i, I really, mean, really, i, I, I think silverman silverman nailed it and yeah. so i i think i think here's here's my guiding star taking silverman into account here's my guiding star okay any word that would trigger oprah to discount my <laughs> atheism i'm not going to use so if I say spirituality, I think Oprah would go, "Oh, you're spiritual. That means that you're not an atheist." And then, or 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 any word that would trigger Oprah to feel like she gets to. Well, then
0: maybe this is a word in.
2: that we use sort of in private amongst our other atheist <laughs> friends, right? Who all understand what we mean. Or maybe we can come up with better words. Maybe, maybe we can just abandon this word altogether. I don't need it. No, I just need I need a way of describing how I feel. Right, but awe, wonder. Marvel well, like I don't
0: immediately also reject the idea of like soul right I don't mm. think there's an eternal soul I don't think there's a soul that goes on after I die right but I think that there is something in the human spirit right mm. that is unique that is interesting that is creative yeah. that is yeah. um, it, uh, I mean, it, so imaginative yeah it's un, like it blows my mind what people can come up with. You know, what about just, just watch a Ted talk people like, come on, like people are doing like (laughs) crazy, crazy things that just, that are so cool. So incredibly cool. We live in an amazing time and, 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 and to be able to appreciate that. But notice like, I mean, Ted talks for the most part are sciencey and educationy and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's all I want. I just want my mind blown. Yeah. You know, maybe mind blown reality. Yeah, we. got I mean,
2: what we've got is a mind. Yeah, I don't need a soul. I've got a mind. Yeah, but that, that can be blown. Yeah, and that can sit in wonder and awe. Yeah, but that's, there's that's but, what I've but got. I don't
0: feel my emotions up in my head. I feel them down here, oh. and that's why there's always people talk about
2: the heart and you know, like call it your chest mind. <laughs> You've got you've got your brain mind and your chest mind. But I mean that there is a separation,
0: <laughs> sure. I think. You know, like yeah. emotions affect my whole body. <laughs> it's not just something that goes on up in my head. And so I, I get the this 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 need um historically to separate the two out. I and mean, sure. it's clearly the mind affecting the body. But it doesn't feel like it's the body. It feels like it's something deeper. And and, and why not use that? As and-
2: as long as we're clear that you know we're speaking semi metaphorically or or symbolically, then sure, talk about your heart, talk about your soul, talk about the fire in your belly. Right. But I, again, don't, I don't actually think that there's fire in your belly. But but talk in those terms. That's it's fine. It's a symbol. As long as we're clear about that, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Clarity's well, the important nobody part. Nobody
0: thinks there's fire in your belly,
2: but they do think there's a soul. And that's the problem. And they do think that there's a spirit. And so it's about clarity. That's all that's all we're getting at. Yeah. Just, I mean, I agree. And these are things that clearly
0: work when you're speaking to an atheist audience who understands what right. how you're using the words. Right. But if, if but if you're speaking to another like Appropriating their words, <laughs> meaning the religious world 's words right, may not be the
2: best course for us, yeah, yeah we'll come up with something better
0: i don 't know what it is we 've talked about this before, yeah well we 've had this conversation, not this exact conversation, but we 've been on this topic before well, if you 'd like to give us any feedback about anything that you 've heard today or how the show's going in general. Please uh, feel free to send us an email or uh, leave us a voicemail. Uh, Our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And the phone number you can reach us at is 424-666-8442. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, As always, we do like to thank Mackenzie for all of the uh, time and hard work that she puts in on Facebook, helping us out there and uh and uh we also need to thank the red rock hot club for the use of their music dan will be back next week and uh and we'll get back to sort of our our normal (laughs) way of doing things so but thanks again so much and uh we sure do appreciate all of you and uh have a good one bye